Hey guys, I'm Dr. Seelan Parekh, the fantasy doctor with the Fantasy Doctor NFL Podcast. Always joining me is Jesse Morris. Dr. Morris down in Florida is a fantastic contributor to our content from a medical perspective, but also from a fantasy perspective. And if you're not following him, you should be following him on Twitter. Jesse, great to have you as always. How are you doing tonight? Thank you very much. Oh, I'm doing awesome. I'm getting excited. This is the end of preseason and we're ramping up T minus seven days and we have real football being played. And we got real injuries to talk about too. Oh yeah. People are going to be very interested in. Most people have already done their drafts, except for the DFS guys, but for all of our season long guys, we've already probably drafted. So mm-hmm. let's let's talk about QBs. And, and there's three that you and I both really want to talk about. I'm going to start off with Deshaun Watson. Obviously, coming off that uh, the ACL tear, we know from one of the studies that I published that running backs and wide receivers see about a third of a drop in performance in their ACL uh, in their first season back after ACL. Deshaun, obviously a quarterback, but a running quarterback. We've talked about this before. What do you think is going to happen week one for Deshaun, and what should fantasy owners be thinking about? So, in general, I'm a little concerned about Deshaun. Uh, the kid is – his talent is – there's no question. His upside is probably top three in the league. When he was on fire last year, he was the number one quarterback in the league, and if he never, didn't get injured, he probably would have finished number one quarterback. Above Brady, uh, obviously Rodgers got injured, so it would have been above him. I mean, he was just on fire. So – uh, the talent is there. The problem is the way he plays is a little reckless for his injuries. Now, we know he had an ACL on one knee in college, and then a year he had his other ACL this year. And, and even the, the study shows that there's a 30% chance that you can tear the other ACL after you've had surgery from the first one within two years. Right. So he falls into that. So now he's already at increased risk for a third ACL tear, which uh, depending on which side it's on, it would either way would be pretty detrimental. So, I mean, the problem is he says he's not going to change his style of play. They don't have the best O-line. They have some potential receivers, but if he's not going to change the way he plays, he's going to continue to try to run and, and juke. And um, it's all it takes is one misstep and we go back to the drawing board again. <clears throat> well, for, for me, I'm also very worried about him for fantasy owners. I think just like you said, he's at an increased risk, third potential ACL on one knee, second maybe on another. But also, he's not going to change the way he plays, and you're absolutely right. Um, one twist away from tearing the ACL, and more importantly, he hasn't hit that 11-month to 12-month mark after his ACL tear. So he's still pretty early in that recovery. So for me um, – I am cautious on him. And in fact, our durability score, the fantasy doctor durability score ranks him at a neutral. So we're not really high on him. We're certainly not cautious on him. So we're at a neutral. And so we'll see how this plays out for him. Sticking with ACLs and sticking with quarterbacks, Carson Wentz. Now his is a little bit different because he's got two ligaments that are injured, the LCL and the ACL. Do you think he starts week one? Obviously, we're hearing a lot of rumblings that make it seem less and less likely. Do you think he starts week one? And if not, when do you think he comes to to be behind the center? No. Not only does he not start week one, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't start to week three. Um, 
why? Because not only did he have an ACL, and he's a little over nine months out without looking at specific when he had the surgery, but I know it was around November. So we're, we're about nine, a little over nine months out. So that would be best case normal timelines for you know regular people, not Adrian Peterson. Um, but then that's for a standard ACL. Now, if you're adding in this, this uh, LCL, this posterior lateral corner, which is the, the, the back corner of that knee on the outside, that is notoriously uh, takes a lot longer to heal. It takes, uh, it's a lot harder to, to kind of move the way you want to move and, and, and feel comfortable and have that stability and feel like you have that, you know, plant, you, you're comfortable on that plant. So personally for me, I think I'm, I faded him completely this year because I, his draft was too high and his weapons, I'm not a big fan of them compared to last year. And I just feel like he's, you're asking a lot for a guy for what it is. Yes. So, I mean, I feel like if he comes back in week two or three, he's not going to be right. Uh, and, and, and maybe it might take him a good couple of weeks to, to feel comfortable um, and then by that time, you know, you've already, you're already six weeks into the season, basically, depending right. on how soon he comes back and how, how well he looks. So I'm concerned about him. I think full starts in, 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 in at least the first week or two. I mean, he hasn't even been cleared to contact yet. Right. I mean, not only contact, but this is a guy who's supposed to take hits. He's the quarterback, like, regardless of. And run, right? Yeah. So, so here's the deal. Uh, it, our listeners need to know there's a difference between a single ACL isolated tear versus a multi-ligamentous tear. So two ligaments is it takes longer to heal. Nine to eleven months when it's an isolated ACL. Eleven to fourteen months when you have a second ligament involvement. So I know you, people are optimistic. Maybe September you'll see him. I don't think it's going to be till October because I don't think that he's going to have the agility he needs to be able to play effectively. And if you have Foles being able to continue to play effectively, then why take a, a chance on once? And so I think, again, uh, the earliest is week three, in my opinion. Otherwise, I think it's actually going to be early October. Yeah. Um, last one, and we talked about him week after week after week, and we still seem to be talking about him. Andrew Luck, obviously coming off the shoulder. I'll tell you, from my perspective, watching the video of, of him throwing preseason – I don't like the way he's throwing. I think he's got he's actually splinting the shoulder. I don't think he's got the full motion coming out. Um, and, and to my point, you're not even sh- seeing him throw really deep passes. So I am still not convinced Andrew Luck is 100%. And so when you change the way you throw, you start throwing different mechanical issues into your trunk, into your lower extremity, and maybe into your ankle and foot. And, and so who knows how this all plays out. But, you know, everybody talked about this foot issue. I can't tell you for sure it's, it's related. But all I can tell you is when you watch the mechanics, they're not right. And for me, I, won't, I didn't even touch him in the draft board. I just stayed away from him. What do you think? I, I love his upside. The problem is in what I know about the shoulder, especially a throwing shoulder in a throwing athlete of this caliber, I, I just, I'm scared. I'm worried about it. And the problem is there's been reports that he doesn't have his fast ball back. So it's okay when you're playing in, uh, you know, in practice and whatnot, it, 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 but it's a different story when it's game time 
You have defenders that are trying to jump the route. Apparently his accuracy is on point, which is great. He's always had fantastic accuracy. But the problem is if you don't have good, if you have good accuracy, but you're not able to get the ball there in time, you're going to have some pick sixes. You're going to have some interceptions. Guys aren't going to be, if it's a timing route and you're talking about a guy getting to a spot in a certain amount of time, and if luck can't get it there in time, what's going to happen? Somebody's the ball's going to be, you know, either picked off or it's going to be a screwed up, a screwed up route. So then you start talking about this new foot injury. I still don't think uh, I agree with you with his shoulder. It's just not the right throwing motion. He it just doesn't look normal. He doesn't look like his old self. And I understand that he's got to kind of get out the rush, but how long is it going to take to get out that rust? Will he ever be the same? I don't think anybody can answer that. You know, is he 70% right now? Is he 80%? Uh, I mean, and even that is 80% of him better than 100% of somebody else. Right. For many of the league, yes. Absolutely. Um, but, but the problem is, you, for where people are drafting him, they assume he never got injured. Which is absolutely wrong. I mean, until he proves it otherwise, I think, you know, he's been away from the game almost a year and a half to two years. I think um, for me, it was just cautious. Um, And yes, he's going to start. We know he's going to start week one for sure. But what are you going to get out of him? And and maybe he'll be the Joe Montana, right? Maybe he'll win a Super Bowl throwing these dinky passes that are 10 yards or less. And as long as you're marching the ball along, you get him the first downs, you're winning. And maybe that's his new way of playing, but we'll have to see. And I think the jury's out. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, th- I know that, that Hilton is directly tied with him. If you look at the numbers from last year, Hilton was only usable in like three or four games over 100 yards or a touchdown, in my opinion, uh, meaning usable. So it's not like he's a, a cold stock, you know, locked in wide receiver one. Right. Doyle has upside, but the data shows that he, they can't support two top 15, top 20 tight ends. You know, it just – they can't. It's, is it Doyle or is it Ebron? Or are they going to split it and both be mediocre? I, I don't know, you know. So – and then they're, they're running backs banged up, so it's going to be hard to see what they're going to do. So, so it relies even more on his shoulder, right? It relies more on that arm. So yep. uh, we'll, we'll see. It will be a very interesting week one for the Colts. Oh, yeah. Well, to all our listeners, we're going to be launching before the start of the season. We will be launching the fantasydose.com where you're going to find all the analytics from the FDX score, the FDVX score, our durability score, and the probability of scoring points week to week for these different athletes. So check it out in the upcoming week. Um, until next time, I'm Dr. Seelan Parekh with Dr. Morris. Uh, thanks for joining us.